Hello. It's <laughs> such a creepy way to start the podcast. Sorry, I'm just really exhausted still. Did a big run, everybody. It's my biggest ever How run. How run was it? How run? How run was it? It was 12.2 kilometers of run. Wow. Oh, I don't think I want to do that again. That's totes fair. Didn't you walk like for over a day once, though? Yes, that was a charity, not for leisure. Mm. I won't do that again either. Totes fair. Yeah. I didn't realise that the further you go, the more exhausted you'll be. That seems like basic well, physics. No, it's more that biology. I didn't realise that if I run further than I've ever run before, I'll be more exhausted than I've ever been before. Alright, fair enough. So that's where I'm at. What are we doing this week? Today, we are doing more of Paul's big journeys around the place. Woo, road trip. Paul thinks he's going to end up back in Jerusalem eventually for and? the Passover. He's not going to end up there because I don't know why. He's not going to end up there, though. He keeps doing stuff like shaving his head, thinking, um, having dreams. <laughs> but people just keep telling him not to go. I think he's I think he's not planning on going. So oh. we'll we'll follow him on his little trip. All right, and we're going to start off in Athens. Tell me the stories of Jesus, my love to hear. Things I would ask him to tell me if he were here. All right, this. You know how you're always surprised that a certain name is biblical? Yeah. This is the one that I always forgot about that got me. He is going to stay with Jason. (laughs) Jace. Jason. (laughs) Yeah. Jason. The guy who came to do tiling in your house. Jason is from Athens. (laughs) Right? (laughs) I've never met a Greek person called Jason. Jason. Yeah. Proper Greek name. Jason. Traditional. Dimitri and Jason. Um, <laughs> Dimitri? Yeah, no, that no, one is Dimitri's Greek. not in the story. Oh. Just Jason. Maybe this is the biggest error in the Bible. Just accidentally putting the least plausible. It was like, how someone is. And they were like, yeah, we'll spell it Jason. Uh, and then we went to Turkey and yeah, uh, it was Nigel's house. <laughs> <laughs> so we stayed at Jason's house. Well, we're in Athens now, so we're dealing with uh, some ancient Athenians, the Stoics and the Epicureans. Epicureans? Do you know about the Epicureans? Do they like food? Yeah, yeah. Well, they liked all... They were pleasure seekers, basically. Their philosophy Ah, was, you know... Because there's a a YouTube channel called Epicurious, and it mostly does cooking videos, and I watch it all the time. Is it spelt... Is the curious bit spelt curious? Yes, it's spelt E-P-I, curious. Epicurious. Love it. Big fan. How to cut every type of vegetable. I think it was Epicurious who said, bring me a cheese that I may live sumptuously. This sounds like that's why they've called their YouTube channel about food. That probably then, isn't it? Yeah, they were. So Mate, he's I'm down with these Epicurios. Do you know Love what them. stoicism is? Yeah, that's like stoic, right? When yeah. they're like very still, solid people. Like uh, Captain Holt, I would describe as stoic. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, just sort of gets on with things. Mm. I think they were all about like, living in the moment. 
mate, I but, feel like I'm vibing with these guys. But they didn't necessarily care if the moment was good or not. <laughs> right? Yeah, mate, so, fully so vibing just, with these guys. We're in quite a bad enduring. moment right now in the UK. I'm still vibing. So when he's talking to these Stoics and Epicureans, he's at this um, place called Mars Hill. Right? Oh, that's nice. And Mars Hill has uh, is chock-a-block with loads of gods. You can go find any... And some caramel and nougat. Any <laughs> any gods you like, you worship it. But what <laughs> if there's more gods that you don't know about? Shit, we've not covered our bases properly. So they just have a big rock in the, in the middle, and mm-hmm. it just says, to the unknown god. And then they know they've got everything covered. Yeah. So Paul, what he does is he goes, this is my inn. The unknown god? That's the JC. (laughs) He's unknown to you. I'll call him this guy. Yeah. So then he does his big old speech about the unknown god. So Paul does this little chat on Mars Hill. Mm. This is what he says. Ye men of Athens, I perceive that in all things you're too superstitious. For as I passed by and beheld your devotions, I found an altar with this inscription, To the unknown god, all in caps, whom therefore you ignorantly worship, him declare I unto you. God that made the world and all things therein, seeing that he is lord of heaven and earth, dwells not in temples made of hands. Do you know what? That'll do. He goes off on one. Okay. It's kind of a long time rant. Yeah, you go, yeah, yeah. You don't want it all. I felt like I was preaching as I did that. And yeah. It, it was not the version of myself I wanted to become. Okay, fair. I mean, so basically he goes up to a place that's basically a careers day for gods. Yep. And then tells everyone, nah, this the man. There's a there's a spare stall, basically, and he jumps up on it and Yeah. And goes, this is actually the best god. My god. Yeah. And the other ones, by the way, don't exist. Bye. <laughs> Fair enough. So, they in general, both of them are like, Paul, you're a babbler. That's what you are. You Go back about to nonsense. Babylon. And he, um, he talks to them about our Lord Jesus Christ for a while. Yeah. And they're sort of on board until he starts going on about resurrecting people from the dead. And how we're all going to be resurrected one day. And they're like, frankly, Paul, <laughs> I think that's where we're going to have to draw the line, actually. Yeah. Because we don't, we d- like, we're trying to move away from superstition and all this sort of extra divine intervention kind of stuff. And this is just a bit, you know, we're about just virtues and philosophy, yeah. really, at the moment, living a good life. So we'll pass, I'm afraid. It seems a lot like, you know, when you're at a uh, party, you know, when you're at a party no? and it's. Oh, I'm, I'm really sorry. I forgot <laughs> to invite you again. Sorry. And you sit down with someone you don't know very well and you're both kind of buzzing a bit, having a great time. And they start talking and you're like, yeah, 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 yeah. And then they say something that's really left field. like, And of course, never vaccinate your children. And you're like, oh, this guy's crazy. This seems a bit like they had that kind of relationship with him. Anyway, so these Epicureans and Stoics, I don't know if they're they've got that much beef with Paul, but this guy Jason ends up in a lot of trouble for um, looking after Paul. He's like, guys, I'm just trying to be a good B&B owner here. Mm. Um, Provide a good service. Get the five stars. People people get right up in his case. I don't think Become they an Airbnb super host. It's the dream. Yeah, it is the dream. I've got a booking of a super host next week. However. Doesn't look like you're going, mate. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, it's in a four-star apartment that I might just pay for and not ever see. Airbnb have said they'll give you your money back. Really? Yeah. Have they said that? Yeah. Oh, that's really good news. I'm glad I've cheered you up. 
Carry on with the story. Thank you. So after Athens, they go to Corinth. You know Corinth? I know Corinth. Have you been there? No, I know it from Eddie Izzard sketch. <laughs> okay, fine. What does he say about that? Oh, he just it's talks him, about the Bible. Paul's letters to the Corinthians. He has a whole section on the yeah, Bible, yeah, okay. which I never. I feel like I should rewatch as an adult, because um, I only really watched Eddie Izzard's stand up when I was a child, which is weird. But I blame my mum. She left a videotape where, on the cover of it, you pulled it out, and his Eddie Izzard's jacket on the cover was velvet, like embossed. What kind of a person wouldn't want to watch that? Yeah, it was pretty good. It was great. Anyway, he has a whole bit about Paul's letter to the Corinthians. I was and about it's like to say, I don't think Paul's letter to the Corinthians is right for humour. And then I'm aware that we're probably going to do it on our podcast anyway. So, If anything, we should watch this segment. Yeah. But it's like, dear Corinth, having a great holiday. How are you? Something along those lines. But he does it better than I ever could, obviously. Of course, yeah. But yeah, that's why I know he's what Corinth a, is. He's not a Eddie pun merchant, is he? I've met him twice. Really? Yeah. For any sustained period of time? No, as in one time I interviewed him for my student, like, news thing. Is his surname actually Izzard? Yeah, I think so. That's his real surname. Yeah. And the second time I just saw him on a train platform and said, hey, love (laughs) you. Good. Carry on. So in Corinth, yeah, so obviously all these places he's going to go to, he's going to write letters to later. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's he's, he's quite a big trip, actually. He doesn't want to just keep going around in circles. Yeah. Also, he's going to be in prison later, so what you, better time to write yeah. letters? It's not just one of those things where you go hostel to hostel and you meet all these people and you're like, have you come to Europe? Have you come to London? We'll hang out. And then you never see them again. I'm really bad at that. Yeah, I think I've actually done that before. Yeah. You had a Australian couple beers, you're like... birthday party when I was like 20. Yeah. Weird. Anyway, he meets the coolest named couple ever, mm-hmm. Aquila and Priscilla. That's brilliant. Aquila. Do you remember the TV show Aquila? No. All right. There's this kid's TV show called Aquila. and they Oh, wait. They find, these two boys find this, fall down a hole, and they find this, like, invisible spacecraft. That yeah, just, like, both I do in. remember it's this. It's like a sort of metal egg. Yeah. Yeah, and Aquila means eagle. Oh, that's sick. And I remember that from the show then. So this guy is just called Eagle. Eagle? I don't know what Priscilla means. Because Queen there of the Desert. A, there wasn't an equivalent TV show about Priscilla. Queen of the Desert? Yeah, I know, but it didn't explain what she was what she's called. But Eagle about. and Queen of the Desert, it, that's a, great, yeah, that's do, a great kind of like bandit and or superhero name. And Paul really, really jives with these guys because they've got the same job as him. Don't ever tell you what Paul does for a living. Doctor? No, 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 no. That's Luke. Do? Sorry. All right, I'm going to give you four options. Right. Is he a bread basket maker? Mm-hmm. Is he a tent maker? Mm-hmm. Does he make spoons? Mm-hmm. Or does he make picture frames? Picture frames? No. Right. Spoons? No. Bread? No. He makes tents. Wow, I really didn't <laughs> get it at all, did you, I? You <laughs> did the worst possible thing you so could have done. So essentially he's a builder. Sort of, yeah. Tents, I don't think, don't think camping here. Yeah. Think, um. Like gazebos. Yeah, I think we're thinking gazebos. Mm-hmm. I'll or be honest. bell tents, the fancy ones you rent at festivals. Yeah, we're talking permanent structures. Mm-hmm. He's a builder. Yeah. Yeah, he's a builder. Of sorts. Maybe he's a designer. Maybe an architect. So, yeah. 
Aquila and Priscilla are tent makers as well. So, back to his roots. Mm. They're all having a great, great time reminiscing about things that you can do to build a tent. Yeah. Oh, and when you slot that bit of wood into that bit, oh, isn't that nice? Yeah. Everyone, I was going to just sort of say something about pegging. That's going to be horrible. Um, <laughs> he has a dream that um, he's a bit worried for his safety at this point. He's had a few scrapes recently. The, I, I have skipped quite a bit of the story because there's not really a story. It's just him going, hi, everybody. Bye, everybody. And then they sort of chase him out. And he goes, hi, everybody. Bye, everybody. And then they chase him out a yeah. bit. Repetitive. And, it, and he, yeah, and he tells them, anyone heard of Jesus here? And they go, oh, go away. Mm, fair. Um, so that's happened a few times. But God told him in a dream that it'll be all right. Mm. So he's going to do another year and a half of this. Fair enough. I wonder, I don't know how you draw the line between having a dream that God told you something and then just having a dream that God told you something. Because they sound quite similar, don't they? Yeah. That's really a good point. Uh, but he's just confident that this is God each time. I frequently dream things that are incredibly realistic. Like I'll dream that we'll have a full conversation and then I'll mention it to you and you'll be like, what? And I'm like, Yeah, oh, I, dre- I dreamt I we did the podcast this morning. When I was mid snooze, <laughs> I dreamt loads of stuff that I was supposed to do. So I dreamt how do I they know what's real and what's not? Dreamt I got up and had a shower. You didn't? No, no, I didn't have my shower until about an hour ago. About three hours after the dream. Wanted to be fresh for the podcast. Well, I wanted to wash after my run. <laughs> Carry on. But fresh for you, Alice, always. Thank you. So, yeah, he does get a bit of rough and tumble in this city. The people in charge bring him to this guy, Gallio. Galio, not Galileo. No, just Galio. Galio. Which is, I think a better Galio. Name. Proper um, lad. And Galio pretty much just tells everyone to fuck off. He says, <laughs> he, the, I think he's just had enough of these people. And he's just like sick of their disputes. Mm. And he's like, has anyone here actually broken the law or do you just not like this man? And it's quite clear that they just don't like him. So he's like, can we deal with actual legal matters here, please? We're trying to sort of build society up. This is, we're in AD now, guys. Come on. We're trying to move forward. So instead, they beat up the leader of the synagogue. Why? I don't really know. I didn't really understand that part. It's not very... It's mean. What, just because he wouldn't, like, give a ruling? No, no. I think they're just sick of the guy at the synagogue. Just causing trouble. Go teach him a lesson. Then they got it's not very Christian of them. No, no, no. They're not Christians. I know. None of these people are Christian. Well, well done. They then. will be. <laughs> <laughs> Give it some time. All right. Then they pop to Ephesus. You know Ephesus? Ephesus. 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 E F. E P H E S U S. Ephesus. Ephesus. No, don't know it. It's, he does a letter to the Ephesians. Okay. Heard of that? Yeah, that sounds more familiar. Yeah, they're, they're in Ephesus. They love worshipping Diana, right? The princess or? Well, yeah, maybe it's just Daily Mail readers. <laughs> <laughs> they've got they all the all the tea, the tea cloths. They've got someone, all the... Someone time traveled back there by accident and left all these like... Old Mugs. <laughs> yeah. Those little like uh, plates you can get that go on stands. Yeah, and they're like, God, this woman was... What a, really what a the babe. Peop- really, she felt like our princess, not just a, any princess. She was the people's princess. Yeah, really was. And so they're all making statues for Diana down mm-hmm. there. It's basically a souvenir hub, this yeah. place. 
And Paul goes in telling them that they all got to worship this God who doesn't even have a physical image. And they're like, our whole economy (laughs) is is based around selling. (laughs) Is trinket based. Yeah. What the fuck do you think we're going to do if we start worshipping your invisible God? This is an absolute nightmare. You're going to... It's going to be like, you know, you can buy that joke. You can buy that joke um, gift that's like, for the person who has everything, here's some nothing. And it's like really wasteful and full of plastic. It's just like a ball with nothing in it. Yeah, that does sound... That's what he suggested to them, and that's why we have it now. I, in general, am am anti-trinket. I do quite like a trinket. Church keys, as they call them in America. You've been to the Vatican? Yeah, actually, I have been to the Vatican. He's quite trinket-heavy. Yeah. Catholicism, in general, is well trinket-heavy. Yeah, you get, like, special Pope candles and... Yeah, and you can get those rosary beads... I know Stuart Lee had us a bit about um that he said when they were when he was there they were selling lollipops with the Pope's <laughs> face on. So that people could suck off the Pope. Well so anyway, they don't like him for that reason. That instead of it being we started off with the st- Stoics and Epicureans, mm. it was philosophical. But now yeah. um we've got the economic argument against Christianity. Uh. this silver merchant who's fashioning goods out of silver is going to go out of business, frankly. Mm. So, yeah, they're furious with him. Then he fucks up to Troas. In Troas, this guy, Eutychus, right? Paul's you been teach pre- us. Paul's been preaching in some big building. Yeah. And Eutychus is in the window on the third floor. Right. Bit of a precarious place to be. Why? What, in, a win- in a window on the third floor, which doesn't have... What, he's just having a sit down at the window? That's lovely. I do that all the time. Yeah, but he doesn't have, there's no glass. Yeah, so? Right, well, here's the problem. He falls asleep while Paul's preaching. Oh, yeah, that's pretty dumb. Then he falls out the window. Yeah, pretty and dumb. He, and he dies. <laughs> <laughs> That'll teach him. Paul goes down and sort of does that special spread yourself on him and wake him up. Oh, yeah, maneuver. starfish. And the message that I was always given about this lad was, you know, at least he was there. You know, and it was always someone, people would could fall asleep quite easily in church. Yeah. And then um, people could be quite judgmental about that. Mm. So then the preacher would be like, oh, well, you teach us, you know, at least he cared enough to turn up in the first place. <laughs> you know, good, good on him. Imagine you know. if that you had that theory Sometimes about just every snoozy. friendship gathering you ever have. Well, at least they turned up, you know, and then your friend just comes to meet you and they're just instantly asleep on the table. Yes, yeah, so that's fine, isn't it? No. Remind, be present in the moment, you know? That's how to be a good friend. Reminds me of something I did last week, which made me feel quite bad, which was after Yumi Zuma. Yeah? I had my date around the house, and then I was petting Nancy at the bottom of the bed, and I just fell asleep at the bottom of the bed. <laughs> <laughs> I was really drunk. <laughs> I just fell asleep at the bottom of the bed. <laughs> and then I probably woke up like quite a bit later and was like, oh, that's really poor hosting. I've yeah. just petted my cat and I'm now asleep, just, asleep, <laughs> just at yeah. the bottom of the bed be like fair, another though, larger cat. <laughs> a bit like uh, if we go back to um, Naomi and Ruth Ruth and Naomi. Yeah, I, you did know, a, I did a Ruth Boaz on her. You just crept in, touched her feet. Yeah, and I think we decided at the time that that was pretty fucking weird. 
not it's not um it's not common nowadays a real difference in culture that was yeah oh paul does he does a big speech do you know what he does he gives his testimony that's what we call it back in the day he gives his testimony alice do you know what that means uh like saying that he loves god he not only says that he loves god he tells the big story about how he came to love god okay he does his whole like when people are like testify in like Mostly gospel churches, I guess. That's yeah, more of a thing, yeah. isn't it? Um, so he's like, you know, I was a Pharisee. My dad's a Pharisee. I'm from Pharisee stock. I hated Christians. Mm-hmm. Killed a load. Not proud of it anymore, guys. Look at me now. Um, yeah, exactly. This is a bit like, did I tell you about when uh, a bunch of evangelical Christians tried to come and convert everyone at our school? By They came and did, they were like a band. They came and did a, like assembly where we all had a nice time because they were playing skater boy avril lavigne and they oh, also told dear. a lie about like actually we're really good friends with avril and we helped her write it and then we're instantly like no we're just kidding and we were like all right thou shalt not what? bear false witness exactly not very christian and then they're like we're doing a gig tonight so they didn't mention the christian part of it at all in the assembly and then they were like we're doing a gig tonight at this church and there's not a lot of places so we just thought oh it's just you know one of the only venues in our small village Went down, and then there was a whole thing about how this guy lost... Com- he was a stuntman, and then he lost all use of his arm, but then through God, he got his arm back. I don't believe it. But this is what happened. This is a bit like that. That was a testimony. That was a testimony. That what a roundabout way to say it. I'm sorry. Carry on. No, no. That was that was exactly the sort of thing that, that this Paul's doing right here. Mm. He told his big story, and everyone's supposed to be like, wow, Paul, I want to... Sp- story of that of my own um but in fact he's got an audience of sadducees and pharisees we know how this goes they hate him yeah and then when he sees the crowd turn on him he goes oh actually guys i'm you know i'm i was a pharisee and um what i really wanted to come talk to you about today was um resurrections because the pharisees believe in resurrections and the sadducees don't right and that causes that causes an internal scuffle mm. in the audience, so Paul can sneak out, and they start. That's a quite little, clever. They have a little, you know, bish bash bosh amongst themselves. After this scuffle, there's forty dudes want to kill the guy. But do you remember that whole bit about how Paul's a Roman? Yeah. And so, so he can just be like, "I'm a Roman," and they're like, "Ah." Yeah. The thing is, the people that want to kill him don't care about that. Oh. But um. Not Paul's, good news. Paul's sister's son is there for some reason. Just All introduced right. at this point. And he um, tells, yeah, yeah, well, you know, it's nice to know, you know, where they're coming from. And he tells a centurion, the centurion is like, a threat to a Roman citizen, is this? (gasps) So they get, they get the lads in, the squad comes out, fellas on horses, all sorts. Oh, mate. And um, that's how he gets to his next leg. That's a pretty good way to do it. Yeah, so he arrives in, uh, I think it's Felix. Oh, like the cat. Like the latin word for happy oh i didn't know that well that's lovely is that next as week? in feliz navidad oh that makes sense yeah it does doesn't it so there we go happy christmas everybody hey sodge butters alice here just to let you know me and tom aren't entirely sure when we're going to be able to be in the same room as each other again so going to try and figure a way out but if we can't it might be a while until your next installment of stories of jesus 
Sorry we can't continue to make stuff during this whole quarantine sitch, but you know, things are a bit crazy outside. Hopefully we'll be back in your ears sooner than you can say Abimelech, but just in case we're not, listen to our archive. It's all great stuff, mates. See you soon.